Hi, and welcome to the Human Side of Business podcast. I'm Angie Cabe, CEO and co-founder of Intuity Performance. I'm a performance coach, HR professional, whole person leadership facilitator, and your host. The Human Side of Business podcast is fueled by the genuine curiosity to understand how personal characteristics and skills can be leveraged to drive individual and team performance, tangible outcomes, and ultimately organizational success within business. Each podcast is devoted to sharing knowledge, expanding our learning edges, and exploring the trends in corporate culture towards growing the emotional intelligence of organizations. I'm so glad you're here. Hi there, this is Ange McCabe, CEO and co-founder of Intuity Performance, where our business is the success of your business. I'm a performance coach, HR professional, facilitator, and your host of the Elevate Business Podcast. The Elevate Business Podcast is a journey of discovery fueled by the curiosity to genuinely understand what makes people tick when it comes to their professional path, choices made, and the personal characteristics that drive performance, tangible outcomes, and ultimately success. The Elevate Business Podcast is here to promote the enormous contributions of small and medium-sized businesses around the world by exploring the actions that make a workplace successful, the trends in corporate culture towards growing the emotional intelligence of an organization, and how we build whole person performance from the ground up. Each podcast is devoted to sharing knowledge, growing our learning edges, and honoring our passions with a special guest who has elevated their business, overcome obstacles, and inspires others to do the same. So glad you're here. Hi, and a warm welcome to episode number five of the Elevate Business Podcast. I'm your host, Ange McCabe, and today I have the pleasure of introducing you to Steph Holohan, president and founder of Premier Accounting and Tax Incorporated, proud mom of three, and serious hustler. Welcome, Steph. Thank you, Ange. So glad that you're here. So tell Me us too. So tell Sorry. us a little bit. It's okay. So tell us a little bit about yourself, your company, and your journey to get there. Okay. So my business, as you said, is Premier Accounting and Tax. We specialize in small business uh, taxes, bookkeeping, payroll, anything financial that a small business needs. That's us. And we also work with a couple hundred individuals every year as well on personal financial matters as well as their tax. Um, I've got three kids. I struggle with finding the balance when I'm at work, I feel guilty. And when I'm with my kids, I feel guilty as well that I should be at work. Um, so there's definitely a, a huge emotional component that goes into what I do. So that's a huge part of who I am. And, uh, I started my business just over two years ago, though I was building my book for a good 10 years prior to actually making the jump. And here we are. That's fantastic. And I hear you, Steph, in the sense of having that guilt card, you know, um, because oftentimes as moms, we have that added layer of responsibility between work and home. So, uh, you know, kudos to you for stepping out into the entrepreneurial arena uh, with three kids in tow. That's awesome. (laughs) Thank you. You're welcome. Tell us, what are you most proud of? Uh, That's a really good question because I was nominated I'm not sure when this is going to air, so hopefully it's public information at that point. Um, Well, I was nominated, that part's public already, through the Halifax Chamber of Commerce for uh, New Business of the Year, Um, but I have made the finalist list, 
So the media blitz is next week. But um, I feel like those little things, like whether I win that award or not, you know, obviously everybody wants to win and I don't care if anybody says they don't, they, you know, you don't get in it to lose. <laughs> That's my exactly. opinion. Yeah. But those like little moments of recognition, like at the end of the day, there's only five people in the category or five businesses in the category. And my kids seem happy. My husband seems happy. Um, I feel like I've, I'm learning a, a level to balance and then, you know, to start getting some recognition for your work as well as like my kids are, you know, both in school this year, the younger two, and they're, they're speaking French now. So I see that like their development, like there's things that are, are measurable that I can see. Um, and that's really important to me. Like when I kind of determine what I'm proud of, if I can't really like see it, it it's hard to to acknowledge it or to really like believe that you've done something. Mm -hmm. So when I see things like falling into place, my kids and my husband and my business, I mean, there's, there's no better feeling. So I'm uh, really proud of, you know, my whole mom boss vibe that I've got going on this year in that's general. Fan that's fantastic. You said something really interesting around, it has to be tangible. Or I have to see it to understand that I'm making headway or success. So when you operate for your days and your weeks, how do you identify to yourself that it's been a successful week? So I'm going to go right out there with it, with the, the faux pas and say that a huge sign of like whether I've had a successful week or not um, in business uh, is measured by the receivables or the bank account, um, 100% billable hours, you know, that that is the measurable. And if I'm satisfied at the end of the week, and I've made money, that matters. Like nobody gets in business to to not make money or to struggle or not be able to feed their family or not be able to buy the things that they want. So um, I don't really hide that part of, of, you know, being successful that money comes along with it. A, a lot of stress comes along with it too. I have tons of sleepless nights. But I've earned what I, you know, what I'm measuring mm -hmm. in those respects. Mm -hmm. And then with my kids, um, just seeing them achieve things that, you know, when they're they're babies, it's it's harder to measure. I mean, you have the the obvious milestones of like crawling and then walking, but now like their personalities are developing, and our youngest is funny, and he has like this little sense of humor that like I see developing, and he's like honing it himself because he's coming into like who he's going to be, and our daughter the same, and my oldest son like he's really accomplished a lot in the last year too. He's fought some depression issues. Uh, he gained some weight because of the depression and he's lost the weight. He's managing the depression. He's being productive. He's really like working on, you know, being a, a real functional adult at 18, which is really hard in this day and age, not to mention on top of COVID. Mm -hmm. And then you know, my husband too, uh, he's on the last, last on the list, <laughs> but he's there. Um, you know, our, our relationship, like we, it's, it's super important to me that we, we can balance everything and, and still be happy together because it's pointless if we can't be happy together. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So your receivables, the level of happiness in the household and, you know, how we're coping through these unprecedented times and, and then with some other things laid on with mental health. Yeah. Those are great kind of targets in the sense of where you're looking to um, as to what you value specifically in that, what, what has been your largest learning? Um, 
I, somebody once said to me, you can do anything, but you can't do everything. And I literally wanted like every ounce of me just challenged that. Like, I'm like, who are you telling this to? Like, I will make 28 hours in the day if I need to. Like, you're barking up the wrong tree with that crap. So I, uh, I, I thought it was a weakness um, when they said that to me, that they were pointing out that because I was trying to do too many things that I wasn't doing anything well, or I was, you know, I, I maybe had some feelings in the back of my own mind uh, about how I was doing things because I was trying to do so much. So um, really what they were telling me was slow down to speed up. And uh, anyways, that, that to me has always resonated with me majorly, um, but it took me a long time to understand it. Mm-hmm. And what did that mean to you in the sense of slowing down to speed up? What so, did that take? Like I'm, a, I, my, my assistant said to me a couple of weeks ago, she said, I get the feeling you're not really like a no person. Like you want to do everything. And I was like, um, well, like it's my time. So I'm still not in the position of my business where I can say no to certain opportunities. Like mm-hmm. they, if I say no to them, someone else is going to say yes to them. And after I explained that to her, like later on that night, I went home and I was like, what was I saying? Like, I am steering this ship. And if I have to say no to something to make sure like the balance stays intact and I don't run myself into the ground, then that's okay. Because if some, if an opportunity really wants you and it's meant for you, it'll find its way back to you. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, but what she was saying when she was saying, I feel like you're a yes person was not the insult that I sort of took it as like the, anybody can have you, <laughs> you say yes to it all. Um, more that I wanted to prove so bad that I could do everything. So it was still in line with that. You can do anything. You can't do everything that uh, this person had sent to me uh, quite a few years ago, actually, but I only just now understand it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That makes total sense. And so it- you know, what I'm hearing in the past few statements that you had mentioned is there's underlying things around motivation, but I, you know, I despise making assumptions. So I got to ask what motivates you? Um, This is like a really loaded question for me. Um, You know, I could easily just say, I want to win, you know, whatever. I want to be a great role model for my kids and whatever. But honestly, like there's like a deep, deep, something like ingrained in me that comes from having nothing. And that is literally just a feeling you never want to have again. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there's a lot of years that like, I really did have nothing. I had to pay for my own laundry. I had a full-time job at 15. Like I, I had this crazy work ethic that came from having to provide for myself. So, you know, a, you don't want your kids to be brought up that way or to ever be in that situation. Mm-hmm. But I also never want to feel that again either. So just providing like a life that I love and that I'm comfortable and I feel safe and that everybody in my household feels the same way um, makes you work a little different and, mm-hmm. and harder. I would say um, I wake up every day super motivated to, you know, get to the next level of life, not necessarily uh, business because I see my business being pretty much the same in the next 10 years. Like we might be able to help uh, 
some more small businesses, but our dream is not to be, you know, $10 million in sales and taking on these huge accounts that don't mean anything. You know, I, I want to be everything in my life to have meaning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a thoughtful answer. Thank you so much for being vulnerable and sharing that with us because it's so easy just to, to stand on the platform, especially when it comes to podcasts and say, I want to win. Um, you know, but having that um, vulnerability. So at such a, a young age, I can't even imagine, you know, how that sits with you on a daily basis, even, even today. I know that we've had past conversations that were really in depth and I appreciate those <laughs> too, Steph. But, you know, from a business perspective, it, it really kind of brings a fresher lens to what motivation means. It's not just about getting the dollar, but it's also about our psychological security. It's about our happiness. It's about making sure that, you know, previous negative situations don't pop up for us again. So that's really powerful. Thank you for that. On the flip side, what are things that turn you off or demotivate you? Oh, there's a long list. <laughs> um, you know what demotivates me is um, when I know that I've made a decision for the wrong reason, I cannot execute whatsoever. Mm-hmm. I can give you an example. Like recently, uh, somebody approached me about working with their business and gut feeling right away was like, not your vibe, not just not, not for you. And I thought, well, this contract would be great for, you know, my assistant to oversee. It could, you know, create some stability for her. It would be the biggest contract, second biggest contract we've ever had, Mm -hmm. which are all reasons that not reasons that I make decisions, but I was justifying to myself. And I literally have put this person off so bad. I've rescheduled, rescheduled, rescheduled. Like I, I can't bring myself to do it because I, I'm not motivated. I don't see like there's no alignment between myself and this business owner who wants to dominate the world and isn't doing it for the same reasons that I would. So mm-hmm. I feel like my time is better spent with the clients that are stressed out and worried and panicking and like that don't know what to do. I don't know that I want to be a part of some world domination with somebody because uh, it's not for me. Mm-hmm. So that when they when there's no alignment between myself and the business owner, I can't get motivated mm-hmm. at all. That's really interesting. And so when we take it out of like the business landscape, um, how does that question land for you in that context? Um, I think everything um, that makes me tick stems back to um, not having and then now wanting to continue to um, build this amazing life for myself and my family. And that literally doesn't only like the, the bank account stuff is a metric for me, but nobody else cares about that. You know, if I haven't spent any time or I haven't done arts and crafts or homework or, you know, all the other things that, that matter to my kids and my husband, um, you know, I'm, it's really hard to stay focused and motivated when I can feel that they're not happy. Mm. Mm -hmm. 
I, I can't function when the balance of like happiness is off. Like I can function through being tired and knowing that, okay, I just have to make it through this week. And then I get to spend Saturday and Sunday with my kids. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying would be more along the lines of like, um, I'm working toward throwing off the balance of happiness to chase something a little too selfish or, um, you know, not considering everybody in my household Mm -hmm. uh, when I'm making a decision. Mm -hmm. So, you know, being happy is paramount to anything. Mm -hmm. That makes total sense for sure. And so when it comes to where you currently are now and your vision for growth, what have been your biggest influencers or who? Who? So I would say for this question, um, there's, there's a specific person that uh, took interest in me like four or five years ago and, and opened some doors for me and their business model is, is literally like a, a boutique style um, investment firm. And, you know, he does great numbers and services, I, I would say somewhere around four or 500 clients and got a great life, but never sees like never reaches too far outside of what keeps that balance as well. So um, happiness is really important for his family as well. And he, like, he just, he's done it right. Like they've, they've got a good life. They're happy. His marriage is great. His kids are great. Like, um, so he's opened some doors for me. And if my business could end up where, you know, sort of what he's built, that would be amazing. But um, he's he's super motivational and and uh, inspiring to me. Mm-hmm. And so, when it comes to the word performance, what does performance mean to you? Oh, so, I once upon a time was an athlete, <laughs> and I I feel like I have a lot of characteristics as a businesswoman that I did as an athlete. So winning, teamwork, uh, hard work, getting up early, staying up late, work ethic, all of those things like really come into play. So though in business, it's not just quite like a race or a basketball game where like there's a definitive winner or a loser. Um, If you achieved what you set up to achieve, then it's measurable to me. So in terms of performance, I know that there's definitely things I still need to work on, but I have a lot of business acquaintances and and friends that are trying to start businesses. And I work with a lot of businesses and I can tell very quickly why business isn't working or why the balance is off or why they're unhappy. And it often comes down to the owner's performance or, you know, their inability to separate their personal life or, um, you know, they think they work hard and, you know, they haven't worked more than five hours in a day (laughs) since they started. Like, um, it's, it's really, I actually really like this question because, uh, I can, I resonate with it from being able to see other people's performances. (laughs) And while I think mine is, is okay, I, I can pick on myself a lot easier then, uh, then I can salute myself. That's for sure. Yeah. It's, it's so easy to go there, isn't it? We are only critics. Yeah. And so when it comes to those days 
that stuff just isn't going right out of those tornadoes? So I think that a lot of that comes with experience. So a year and a half ago, an email from an upset client literally could like ruin a whole week for me. And, you know, then six months ago, it could keep me up late or I got up in the morning and then I think about it throughout the day until it was resolved. Now I can like literally compartmentalize so I can have dinner with my family and it's not on my mind. I'll come back to it when I am in a position to resolve it or actually assist with it. So if they're calling and I'm on a Zoom call for eight and a half hours for a day that there's nothing I can do to help them at that time. You know, I can send them a quick email that says I'm, I've received their the issue or whatever, um, and then get to it as soon as humanly possible. It doesn't hurt me or affect me emotionally the way that it used to. And getting that under control was like a, like a no brain, like not even not a no brainer, but a, like a mandatory thing for me to continue in this business. Because if I was going to bring it, my emotion from my business into my household, it wasn't, I didn't want to do it. Mm -hmm. So it was something I had to spend a lot of time on making sure that um, I could control so that it didn't throw off the the energy in my home. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's beautiful. And so one more question for you before you go. What are three words of inspiration that you would want the world to hear? Oh, goodness. Inspiration. Um, I, I don't know if I have three. I know that I have one. And it's the, the one that um, whenever I'm like stuck that I, I go to and it's, it's just jump. So, you know, I, I, before I started this business, I had a great paying job, not a job that made me happy. Um, I had six weeks vacation, two weeks off for Christmas. Mm. I worked eight to two, like literally the perfect setup, but I, I wasn't happy. And I thought, how could I ever walk away from this to start my business? And I, I, all those great things were at the expense of my happiness. And it, there was just a day where I said to myself, like with my husband's support and some, you know, close friends and family support, but I mean, you're never going to do it until you're ready, but like, it just comes down to like jump, like you do it or don't like you either live to enjoy it or you live to regret not doing it. So. Fantastic. I think that's an awesome inspirational word. Jump. So for all of our listeners out there, if they wanted to get in touch with you, Steph, how would they go about doing that? Um, So the easiest way um, would be probably go through my website. There's all the information to contact us directly, or you can shoot us an email through there at uh, it's uh, www.premiertaxhalifax.com. You can look me up on socials, Stephanie Folahan, you'll find me. Uh, But yeah, the website's uh, the easiest and you can get a little more information about me too there. Fantastic. And we'll add that hyperlink into our copy when we publish this episode. Thank you very much, Steph, for joining me today. I really appreciate you sharing your entrepreneurial insights with Intuitive Performance and our subscribers. Thanks for listening to the Elevate Business Podcast. I hope you enjoyed the program. You can subscribe to future podcasts at intuitiveperformance.com. 
where you can also sign up for webinars and learn more about professional coaching and our facilitation solutions available to help fire up your whole person performance skills and drive actions for success. Until next time, stay true to you and take care of each other. We are all better together. Thanks for listening to the Human Side of Business podcast. I'm glad you could join us. If you enjoyed today's episode and want to stay updated with our latest content, make sure to visit our website. The link can be found in the episode description where you can subscribe to the podcast, sign up for our newsletter and learn more about our whole person leadership services. Sounds interesting? Explore the whole person leadership cohort by Intuity Performance, a unique program that offers unparalleled support to managers on every step of their leadership journey. Our program features evidence-based assessments, workbooks, group coaching, and interactive learning experiences to help you level up your leadership skills. Reach out today to apply to one of our upcoming cohorts. Until next time, take care and stay curious.